Hello and welcome to the Upgrade the World podcast. I'm your host, Josh, and today we'll be talking about the Fed. In our last episode, we talked about the origin of the Federal Reserve, and in this episode, we're going to discuss the modern-day Federal Reserve, or the Fed. As a quick recap, previously we discussed how the Panic of 1907 led to the creation of the Federal Reserve, with the goal of creating a central bank that would provide a stable currency and regulate banks. Since its creation, the Fed has grown more powerful over time. It has gained the ability to conduct monetary policy, directly intervene in the economy, more power to supervise and regulate large financial institutions, and gained increased autonomy. Let's take a look at the current structure of the Fed. The Fed structure is made up of three parts, the Board of Governors, the Federal Reserve Banks, and the Federal Open Market Committee, or FOMC. The Board of Governors consists of seven governors, a chairman, and a vice chairman, all of which are appointed by the President and confirmed by the Senate. The 12 Federal Reserve Banks are spread out across the nation and exist in Boston, New York, Philadelphia, Cleveland, Richmond, Atlanta, Chicago, St. Louis, Minneapolis, Kansas City, Dallas, and San Francisco. The FOMC is made up of the seven governors and five of the 12 Federal Reserve Bank presidents who rotate voting rights every year, with the exception of the New York Federal Reserve Bank president who holds a permanent voting position. The mix of the government-appointed board and private-appointed bank presidents give the Fed a hybrid, public-private, centralized, decentralized structure. Acting as the central bank of the United States, the Fed's core responsibilities include setting interest rates, managing the money supply, and regulating financial markets. It also acts as a lender of last resort during periods of economic crisis, such as the COVID-19 pandemic. The Fed controls the money supply using three tools of monetary policy, the discount rate, open market operations, and reserve requirements. The federal discount rate is the interest rate set by the Fed for loans extended from the Fed to other commercial banks or depository institutions. The discount rate is set higher than the federal funds rate, which is the rate at which commercial banks lend and borrow their excess reserves to each other overnight. In terms of the economy, the discount rate is an important indicator because most other interest rates move up and down with it. Through open market operations, the Fed can create money out of thin air. Using its Quantitative Easing Program, or QE for short, where the goal is to flood the markets with cash to keep the cost of borrowing money cheap. The Fed buys bonds and securities by using newly created electronic funds that get added to the seller's account. The Fed also monopolizes the issuance of paper money by determining how many bills are printed by the Treasury Department. When the Fed increases the money supply faster than the economy is growing, inflation occurs. Inflation is an increase in the general price level of goods and services in an economy. 
Another way to look at inflation is it is a devaluation of purchasing power, meaning a dollar is worth less tomorrow than it is today. On January 25, 2012, then U.S. Federal Reserve Chairman Ben Bernanke set a 2% inflation rate target for the Fed to maintain through their monetary policy. With the 2% inflation rate remaining constant, money stored under your mattress will be worth half as much in about 36 years. Of course, the inflation rate fluctuates over time, and the Fed must use the tools at its disposal to try and keep it as close to the 2% target as possible. Due to the excessive money printing in response to the COVID-19 pandemic, where $6.72 trillion, more than 30% of the dollars in circulation in January 2022, was printed in 30 months, U.S. inflation reached a four-decade high of 9.1% in June of 2022. Through 10 rate hikes since March 17, 2022, taking the federal funds rate from 0.25% to 5.25%. The Fed has gotten the inflation rate down to 3% for June 2023, and it is expected there will be two more quarter-point increases before the end of this year. The final tool at the Fed's disposal is the reserve requirement it sets, or the percentage of deposits a bank is required to keep in reserves. When you deposit money in a bank, they become the legal owner of your money, and the bank can take whatever risk with your money that they want. Through a process known as fractional reserve banking, banks lend out the remainder of the deposits after accounting for the reserve requirement. For example, if the reserve requirement is 10% and a bank receives a deposit of $1,000, it is required to hold $100, or 10% of the deposit, as reserves and can lend out the remaining $900. The physical cash originally deposited is not lent out, but instead, the bank creates new money as a deposit in the borrower's account. The process can continue as the borrower may spend the newly deposited money, which can then be redeposited in another bank. The receiving bank can also lend out a portion of the new deposit, creating more new money in the system. This process can lead to a multiplication effect where the initial deposit can result in multiple times that amount being created as new money, further increasing the money supply. From 1913 until 2020, the number of necessary reserves varied from 7% to 13%, depending on the type of bank. Since 2020, the reserve requirement has been 0%, meaning banks are not required to hold any of the money in your savings or checking accounts in reserves. The reserve requirement being set to zero has created more systemic risk as banks can lend out all deposits, decreasing liquidity, and may pursue riskier lending, possibly leading to more bank failures. Bank failures lead to reduced confidence in banks, setting the stage for more bank runs, as depositors realize banks might not have their money upon request for withdrawal, ultimately creating instability in the entire financial system. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep upgrading.